after the action, it's your reaction. 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Hugh Evans, Mark Wilson, and Gordon DL are here and they're waiting in your calls. Jim Duffy is at Celtic Park. He's just witnessed Celtic draw one all. With Rangers It was Celtic that took the lead And dominated the first half And Rangers who equalised And dominated the second It's a share of the spoils It's a result that in the title race Probably Definitely suits Celtic better Given that we're running out of games Now the dust is settling Hugh What did you make of it? Well Ange Potagoglu Earlier in the season said Three points closer Well today it was One point closer For Celtic They are effectively Seven points ahead of Rangers because of a goal difference that is better by 19. Uh, so we move on now to Hearts at noon on Saturday at Celtic Park. Uh, Celtic simply need to keep going. Uh, the, the home record of not losing there this season is still intact. They need to keep it intact against Hearts. But the missed chances did come back to haunt Celtic because they could be the title winners now had they taken the opportunities that fell to Maeda uh, and to Kyogo. Uh, but for Rangers, they finished very strongly. They were unlucky not to get a winner. They hit the post through Fashion Sakala and once again, they looked physically the stronger team in the closing minutes of the game. They'll be taking some consolation from the fact that Celtic didn't win the title on their own ground against Rangers. An enjoyable game. It had its downside. First 20 minutes were decidedly ropey, but an enjoyable game. So the season ends with the derby count. Two wins each, one draw. Um, let's bring in Jim, who's a Rangers fan from Rutherglen. How would you sum up that, Jim? Is that the league definitely gone? Did you think it was gone before today? Um, no, I didn't. Um, how you doing, guys? Yeah, good, okay. uh, no, I didn't. Um, I thought if we'd won the day, there was still a chance. Um, but I think if you take that game and you take the season as a whole, I've been a phone just the other night. I say this: we've threw away this season by sheer lack of unprofessionalism. Short selling the foot so many times. We are a far better outfit than them, and it's just unfortunate mm. we've had injuries to our first choice striker, second choice striker, and it's kind of. Uh, unhinged is a wee bit of the day We deserve to win that game 100% mm. um, Yeah, uh, well Jim Duffy, what do you make of that assessment? Yeah, I mean listen Fans will always look at the, the situation With their own team and, and Jim's quite right You know, in terms of You know, looking at the, the injuries But I suppose you can look back at the early part of the season Say Celtic had Kjolgut and Jack and Mackie suit and various other. I mean, that, that happens to all teams throughout the season, and that's the reason why you build a squad. But just, just going back to today's game and taking that in isolation, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think Celtic dominated the first half, but they had the clearer chances. There's no doubt about it. Um, you know, other than Ryan Kent's early one, which he, which he should have done better, um, Celtic had two, two or three really good chances and, and, and could have put the game beyond Rangers. But in the second half, as, as I said at the end of the game, the Rangers deserve an enormous amount of credit because you know they could have they, they could have felt a little bit sorry for themselves. Um, you know they could have you know mm. the, the legs could have been tired after the, the you know the Thursday night, but they didn't. They they got stronger and stronger. And um, when you know the manager made the substitutions right and Jack came on, it definitely had a big impact on them. And you know they were unlucky at the end of the game not to win it. And mm. from Celtic's perspective, then sometimes if you're not, you know it's all cliche, but if you if you fall out the game and you know a, a draw does you, then you know you think well okay, make sure the very very least you get is a mm. draw. But um, Sakala had the, the, the best chance, no doubt. When they went through, yep. uh, Joe Hart did well. We didn't come rushing out at him. He stood his, you know, he kind of got that spread. 
Um, you know, it spread eagle way to the goalkeeper's doing now and didn't give him much to aim in the far corner. So he went for the near post and he was a fraction away. And, and if, if we would have scored then, obviously that would have would have kept the league alive. But as it stands, I think I think the, the league's definitely Celtics. Yeah. I mean, Jim, I'm asking a lot here. Let's try and take Celtic and Rangers out of it and take everyone, you know, personal feelings out of it. If if a league is designed, its sole purpose is to try and give you the best representation of who's the best team, who's the worst team, who are the teams in the middle. In any league with any teams Is it not always going to be a bit of a stretch To try and claim that the team that didn't win the league Is far better than the team that did win it? 100% oh, I agree with you totally But what I'm trying to say is I think we were catered And as Gerard says it himself The remit was for To stop 10 in a row And we did it And this year has felt like a bit of a Hangover um, Walter Smith When we done nine in a row The season The following season Was the exact same Celtic last year You could maybe say that About them as well All I'm saying is For this season More than any I can remember The team that's no won it And finished in second place Has threw it away And if you look back At all Our Times that we've shot ourselves In the foot in matches This season We've only got ourselves to blame If on paper guys We're a far better outfit Than them On paper Jim, Jim, but, but that's what I'm talking about. about The league table Can be printed on paper At the end of the season Hugh It's tough Because that, that that's what The league's designed to do Is to tell you Who's the best team yeah, Jim is talking about Rangers throwing it away He is paying no attention Whatsoever To the fact that Celtic have gone 29 League games In a row 29 Jim With 24 wins And 5 draws Consistency will win Celtic the league Rangers didn't throw it away Celtic will lift the trophy with both hands Because of their consistency Look, I, every team should, every fan should be you know, Batting more for their team And that, that's always going to happen And if Jim or other Rangers fans think Do you know what, see on our day If we're at 100% and they're at 100% I think we're better That's not controversial, that's fine You know, that, That's supporting your team and having belief in them Um but like we said, Gordon, if you look across the world or at any league in any season, can you ever really say that the second place team is miles better than the no. first place team? No, I can understand Jim talking about. He'd be encouraged with the second half display today. I think we'll all agree. I, I thought Rangers showed great character. I thought they, they bossed the second half and they looked to ones that were going to go on and win the game. So you can be encouraged by that. But if you look overall over the season, you look at Celtics for. And against Columns They've got the best record in the league by a country mile I.e. that's why it's another added point for them I think Celtic have been terrific I've got to say But today I thought Rangers showed a lot of character I thought second half they played very well I thought at times they were a little bit unlucky not to get that winner Celtic missed a few chances in the first half I just get back to that cliche gone Game of uh, two halves But overall the best team win the league over a distance and Celtic have been that best team. I think with Jim's maybe alluding to when he sent through it away, Rangers games, home against Motherwell, remember away at Dingwall, you know, games that they were in the lead, even maybe at home against Celtic where they went in the lead and ended up losing that. So you get to this stage of the season, you always cast your mind back to big games like that that have an impact, but... You know, you've got to give credit to Celtic. Like the guys are saying, how consistent they've been after their start to the season, they certainly merited where they are at this minute in time and they probably will wrap the title up in the next week or so. I mean, the thing is, Jim, it's a six-point gap at the moment and Celtic have won seven points out of the head-to-heads. So I know that you feel a lot on the 
know, the Muddle game, Ross County, whatever. But half of Celtic's advantage over Rangers right now is as a result of the games against each other. Well, if you go back to the beginning of uh, this year, see the winter shutdown, that benefited Celtic a lot more than it benefited us. We were in the driving seat, we were on the ascendancy, and that just kind of brought everything to a standstill and let them regroup. See if that hadn't harmed or, or it harmed when it should have harmed, we'd have been out of sight. That only aided one team, right? So you can take a lot of things into the equation, but... You can if you're clutching, Hugh, certainly. Yeah, Jim is clutching and clutching and clutching here. The the winter shutdown was brought forward in the hope of getting people into football grounds again. Didn't help Motherwell, by the way. I'm going to put that on record. <laughs> we were great first half of the season. So if people are angry at the winter shutdown, I want our name added to the list. But they're inconsequential. Um, we move on to uh, Celtic here. Celtic didn't decide that, that the winter shutdown was to be brought forward. It was decided by 11 clubs. Uh, and so, you know, if clubs were different if teams were different thereafter then mm. they have to look at themselves but and, because, and they were different because Ahmad Diallo who at the time was perceived to be a wonder kid arrived and played and if he had scored a hat-trick and Celtic had yeah. lost 3-0 I'm not so sure Jim would have complained but and if Alan Ramsey had been in any way fit then it might be a different story but all of this is simply trying to find a reason to say that Celtic are undeserved champions 29 games in a row 24 wins 5 draws That's why Celtic have one hand on the trophy Jim This is not going to be popular Jim Duffy I'm I'm a naive outsider Can I dare to suggest that they're both actually quite good And one's just going to pip the other And everyone else is just going to have to get on with it Yeah I mean uh, Listen you know, We know that we, You look down south at the, 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 the You know those those two teams that are going hammering Tom's Liverpool Man City You, you know in the, in the Division 1 in Scotland Cove and, and Airdrie had I think 25 games each I think the, 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 You know I mean that, that, That's what a, a title challenge is about It's about teams going toe to toe Right throughout the campaign And see who comes out on top Sometimes it's goal average Sometimes it's a, a, it's a point difference Etc There's a minimal difference So you know All credit to Rangers um, for, for you know Continuing to fight But as you said Celtic's consistency Is the uh, in, in quality Are the reasons why That they're going to be t- uh, Champions It's nothing to do With the fact that If Rangers lost uh, Lost points That was down to them That was not, nothing to do With you know Any any other team If, you, if, you've, if you're 2 nothing against Motherwell You should be winning that If you're up against uh, Ross County You should be winning these games So that's got nothing to do that, that, That's that's um, the, the reason I mean Celtic didn't make those errors They, they, they won those type of games in which cases they extended the lead and, and, and that, that lead is going to be good enough yeah. to win the, win the title Jim does it give you a bit of hope though for for next season because obviously Europe's still been brilliant the Scottish Cup might be in the bag and the way you've you know finished these games against Celtic strongly and so on does it give you hope going forward? Of course it does aye you're going to remember as well that Van Bronckhorst has come in halfway through a season so he's getting to see guys and he's judged them through the second half of this season he'll know from next season who he wants to keep who he wants to get rid of but he's a good manager. He's a really good manager, and we've been inconsistent all season. So, Morelos and Roof has been a massive blow, a massive blow. But I'm totally confident. I, I think, I mean, guys, you must. If you look at base teams on paper, we are a far better outfit than them by miles. So, but, but yeah. not, but not according to the league table, though. I think that's what the guys are trying to put across to you. So, do, does the league lie, Jim? That's the question Hugh wants to ask you. Well, she's all a question in the studio. No, no, just that. Don't answer a question with a question. Does the league table lie this year? Of course it doesn't. Whoever wins the league deserves to win the league. But the point <laughs> I'm making is the team I'm that. Lost. 
No, the team, listen, what I'm saying is the team that wins the league, obviously you've got the biggest points tally, you win the league. But all I'm saying is for this season, more than any I can remember, we have threw it away. So many games that we've shot ourselves in the foot and we've threw it away. Mm, so for, so for clarity, it. Hugh, the league table doesn't lie, says Jim, but he says the team in second is by far better and I can't believe none of you can see it. Well, Jim's havering. Um, you know, he has again chosen to completely overlook 29 games in a row without defeat for Celtic. Um, hard luck stories don't count. You know, if you drew matches you shouldn't have drawn, if you lose matches that you shouldn't have lost, and I would suggest that the, the day at Ibrooks when Celtic won 2 1 was absolutely pivotal, uh, you have to look at why a team won the league. Not why a team failed to win the league. Do you think this com- is this the, sort of the an immediate reaction thing, Mark? Does that disappear with time? Uh, you know, say a team was five points ahead with just a couple of games to go and they lost it. That would probably stick in the minds and the history books, and people would say, "Oh, that that was the year we threw it away." Yeah. Celtic have been top for quite some time. Do you think in two years, even a year, three years' time, anyone will go, "Oh, yeah, that twenty one, twenty two season. That's when Rangers threw it away." It would be it would not. be quite odd to look back on it like no, that, wouldn't it? It will never be like that. like that. I mean, you think a helicopter Sunday and things like that. You those stick in the in the mind because they're big moments. But no, this season. You know, Jim's clutching its straws. He even mentions the winter break was designed um, and benefited Celtic. They would have been miles ahead. Well, Celtic can't play any part when Rangers went to Pitodre and, and Tanadice and Dingwall and at home. You know, how's Rangers doing? So, you know, his, his point's a bit lost. Having said that, Gordon, there's no doubt Rangers would t- will take heart from today. That's that's for sure. Well, especially second half, Gordon. Uh, I thought they showed great character. I thought. The Rangers manager made big calls and got them correct. I thought moving Sakala, because I was looking at him thinking he's not been involved in this game. Jim Duffy said there when he went through the centre of the pitch, he looked more of a threat on the shoulder, causing problems with his pace, got the goal, hit the post, caused problems. Yeah, I think I think getting into such an important game on Thursday night, it was important for Rangers to take something from Celtic Park. Even if they'd have won today, I still fancy Celtic to win the league. They came from a goal behind. Um, they didn't play particularly well in the first half, and that was all down to Celtic. I thought Celtic, after initial 20 minutes, were a better side and had a better chances. But today, I thought uh, they showed uh, great character and really deserved it. Listen, they didn't deserve to lose that game today. Uh, let's bring in Paul and Motherwell. What's your point, Paul? Hi, Gordon. It's actually just the point that you'd made earlier on about the, the league table technically doesn't lie. Mm-hmm. And that's factually incorrect because obviously, if you're a Motherwell fan, your, your team's sitting in sixth place. Yep. The team below them is in seventh place at 44 points. Yep. And the team below them are in eighth place and they're in 41 points. Mm-hmm. So technically, factually, the league table does tell lies. It's because we've got it's because we've got a split, Paul, and so the bottom six play different opposition from the the top six. So it essentially splits into two different leagues. That's right, but technically the league table does lie because if, if the league wasn't split, then we wouldn't have this position. It's, it's, say that. Say that again. If, if the league didn't split, then Motherwell would be in the position of being eighth. How do you know? Because they'd be playing. They're playing a higher standard of opposition because they're in the top six. It's kind of the point of it. They may have been playing a higher standard But let's be honest They've only won one game this season they're, And is this still a fact Or is this just ba- So let, let me try and cut to the chase here So Because we've got a split And Motherwell have got Fewer points than the teams below them That's proof that Rangers are better than Celtic Is that, is that where this is going? 
No, no, I'm, I'm just trying to prove the fact that the league table does lie. But it's split, Paul. It's essentially two leagues. It's like it's like two different league tables at this point in the season. It's not even one table. That's the problem. It shouldn't really be displayed as one table. It's two separate sections. Uh huh. But it, let's be honest. If you if you look at the TV, the TV keeps showing you the the, the, the league table. And if somebody out with <laughs> Football looks at a league table They'll be thinking going, What on put... earth Yeah but that's just <laughs> a, An anomaly of the split Paul Sit up now Paul Pay attention There are two leagues One is 33 games long And when that finishes That determines Who's in the top six Who's in the bottom six And then they have A five game league So What you're seeing is Simply the anomaly of the split But that's the way it is Paul I like the notion Because it's sort of a well known Cliche in football isn't it That the league table doesn't lie I like the idea that someone says that In Germany and someone pipes up And goes well, actually I think factually And technically you'll find That in Scotland it splits yeah. And therefore The team in 8th has got more points Than the team in 6th And that would therefore suggest That the league table can in fact lie I think it's better for all If we just delete this full conversation From and from our on. brains yeah. <laughs> Might be for the best Thank you Paul well, It was a really nice to speak to you 01419511025 We are on Twitter as well At Clyde SSB Get your calls in Plenty more time for them We'll speak to you next The games are over The talking begins 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line Jim Duffy's still at Celtic Park Gordon Diel Mark Wilson and Hugh Evans Are in the studio It sounded like you still had company Jim Is there a, a bit of a a feel-good factor at Celtic Park, albeit a draw. Does it feel like the Celtic fans know the title's pretty much there? There, there was a little bit uh, at the end, obviously, um, Gordon. But obviously, the, the other thing was that the, just because security reasons, are, they have to keep the the seven or eight hundred Rangers fans, whatever it is, there in the corner. So ah, they're right. still, and obviously, there was. Uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say there was an exchange of banter, but let's just say that uh, you know there, there was a, there was a few words exchanged between. Um, rival fans But um, you know So that's probably The reason why There was a little bit Noise in the background still Yeah just, wish, just, quite just wishing each other well For the rest of the season I'm sure you Celtic fans saying Good luck on Thursday Do, do Scotland proud And yeah. then the Rangers fans Saying thanks Go on and you, you'll you Enjoy see, your title When it comes You and Gordon Diel Are living proof That people from Motherwell Live in a fantasy world <laughs> I'm not being entirely serious For, for the avoidance of doubt uh, Let's bring in Paul Who is a Celtic fan How would you sum up that today Paul? Yeah, I, I think it went uh, just as I expected, Gordon. I thought it was a nervy performance from let's not be let's not forget here a very inexperienced young Celtic side. Uh, three Japanese players who played most of a season hadn't set foot in this country before. Never mind the calling of the old firm uh, of the Glasgow derby. Um, uh, the, the lad O'Reilly, I think, looked a bit overawed with it all. So you know. Given where, where Celtic ever came from, and I know that the, the lad Jim that came on said on paper, uh, Rangers look um, look stronger, but it's where you strengthen at, uh, at at the transfer window, which is, has been the difference. Um, the, 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 um, the, the Aaron Ramsey thing is just <laughs> beggar's belief, uh, and, the, and the, other, the other boy from Man United. So Celtic are strengthening the window. I thought even the captain looked pretty nervous at being his first uh, his first title uh, within grasp. And let's you know for Ange Postecoglou, this is by far and away the biggest achievement he's going to have. You know, so all all, all that considered, um, I thought they 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 just a bit you know came through. The, the, the nerves were there to see snatching at chances, 
and I, and I think it's still going to be a nervous finish to the, to the season. Does any of that ring true with you, Jim, in the sense that you know people always talk about yeah, it's hard to actually get over that line, and and whether it's subconscious or not, the general feeling is that Celtic didn't need to win the game today. Does that change anything? I think the longer the game goes on, uh, Gordon, that, that definitely filters into it. I mean, and, and maybe even at the start as well. You know, in between times, I think, you know, you, you focus on the game. But at the start of the game, you're not wanting to make any, you know, basic errors. And as, as Paul said, the, you know, the guys had said in the studio there, it was all it was very nervy, it was very bitty, both teams giving the ball away. And then it settled down, and, and that's the reason why there was chances created and Celtic scored. And then in the second half, you know, Rangers taking the game to Celtic. And, and the longer it went on, you could just see, I think, the, the you know, because Celtic is, as everybody knows, under Ange Postacoglu, rushy things, you know, they get the quick throw-ins, the quick goal kicks, you know, all these sort of things. They keep a real high tempo, but they just calmed it down because they knew that they weren't playing as well. Rangers had the ascendancy. And sometimes you've got to, you've got to use a bit of game management then and say, right, OK, worst case scenario is 1-1. And I think that's what they've done. So I think, yeah, I think when it got to about 75 minutes, um, I think Celtic then realised wait a minute you know one each is not a bad result so I mean they, they, they nearly lost it obviously with the, with the chances Sakala and I had but but I think that that, that comes into your, your mindset in the latter stages of the game you know in that kind of middle part you know both teams are both teams are a little bit more relaxed but certainly in the, in the last 10 minutes or so then yeah I, mean, I, I think anybody would do that Paul's making excuses here Talking about the Japanese players just in the country The Japanese players have made a huge contribution Paul is undermining the contribution that they have made By talking about them just in the country As if they were doing nothing at all for Celtic Then he has a little go at Aaron Ramsey Celtic will get James McCarthy in a four year contract He never plays for Celtic So you know you can, you can keep on <laughs> striking off those points I think Paul's general point was though in terms of Rangers Celtic came out of January stronger And did Rangers I think that was it I don't think Paul was suggesting That Celtic don't ever make Recruitment mistakes But The the, the point to be made about Celtic Is the fantastic consistency You know All Paul has to say is 29 games undefeated That's why Celtic are nearly champions uh, You know the, Again Never mind Aaron Ramsey uh, Praise your own team oh, yeah, I, like. I, I do. I, I do agree with Paul's, Paul's point. If that's the case, that who come out the transfer window stronger? Celtic certainly did. I don't agree with them with the excuses about you know we've got players here, Japanese players that get caught up and things like that. Because if Hata- O'Reilly was Hata- on the road today, yeah. he wasn't exactly. Yeah, yeah, Hata- Hatati, how long did it take him? His old firm debut, put the ball in the bag in it. So um, no, I, I think stronger in the transfer window definitely. I think Rangers will mm. be looking to do a bit uh, better when it comes to the summer, Gordon. But uh, I just think that the the best teams going to win just now. Consistently win the title And Celtic have been very good Is there any concern about the way Celtic are finishing These games Paul or Is that just going to be blown away In, in a week or two's time when Celtic get Over the, the line and win the league I think it's the enormity of, of what they're about To do I mean I'm not making excuses for the Japanese guys or Matt O'Reilly But Matt O'Reilly was playing with MK Dons four months ago uh, But the point I'm trying to make is Is that the The, the, the the recruitment and the and the, the the transfer window. Rangers have been playing for three or four games now with no recognised striker, and it's back to this, you know, who gets the, the better press and all the rest of it. Hatati looked overwhelmed today. 
O'Reilly looked over, and, and 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 why would they, even Callum McGregor at times looked looked as, as if the enormity of it, and the guys who pulled them through much maligned Carol Starfield and and one of my guys that I give a lot of stick to Greg Taylor and and Carter Vickers were absolutely you know rock solid for for most of that game, um, so. I'm not getting at the Japanese guys. I'm basically saying, look, four months ago, these people didn't exist in the history of Celtic, and they're now on the cusp of what I think is the biggest achievement since um, what the, the ten men won the league, the, the, the Mario's Friday night, Gordon, and the ten you know stopped ten in a row. So it's, it's up there as the third, as one of the you know third, third most important league win in Celtic's long. Uh, well, history in my opinion Jim Duffy Who impressed you Personnel wise Paul's picked out the, the likes of Carl Starfield and others I'm sure Rangers fans Will come on And, and tell us their choices C- Can you pick a man of the match In a frantic game like that? Well I, I agree with Paul there I thought I thought. I mean listen A couple of times Celtic Bill for the back As you mentioned And it's very risky at times And they put their, their full backs And their goalkeeper At times under pressure But from a defensive point of view I thought Starfield was Immense today And if you if you go back to the, the last game At uh, Ibrox You know with the amount of crosses put in Starfield and, and Carter Vickers um, Got the positioning really really well And again today So many headers from corners And various things like that They, they managed to get to So I, I thought Starfield did really well Because he's not as comfortable In his left hand side We don't understand that But uh, yeah I mean I think that Those two again Starfield and Car- Carter Vickers were, were, were really solid They had one, one mistake Really I would say One obvious mistake And that's when, when Sakala went through they were caught square, um, but other than that, I think that um, you know they, they defended very well. Um, you know, so from from a Celtic's perspective, yeah, the, the, you're right. Haddad had a really poor game. I really wasn't his best. The front players weren't at their best, but um, you know, Jota come up with the goods again. And if you, if you look at the return of goals and assists from Jota and Abad over the course of the season, they've been terrific signings. Um, and, and and Starfield and Carter Vickers have, have, have formed a terrific partnership. Um, obviously there'll be another question to be answered there in the summer regarding um, Carter Vickers but yeah that's that's to me from Celtic's point of view I think those two were the best players today for Celtic the two centre-backs Yeah it's Jota's 12th of the season Mark Wilson he's a, he's a 1-3 in three return for a winger um, which is decent I think by any anyone's standards um, and maybe even the timing as well you know at this point where Celtic are trying to get over the line and it's meant to be nervy and it's meant to be tough scoring last week scoring this week Yeah Huge player And you know You just can't rely on your strikers Every week to bail you at host That's why wide players At big clubs are so important But it's so important now uh, Today's performance Sees highlight um, You know The urgency for Celtic To get these deals Over the line now It's, it's ticking closer To the end of the season Now Before Christmas There's a lot of callers on Saying get Jota signed up Carter Vickers as well Signed up And there was no immediate rush then But it's now getting closer and you can see how huge those two are for Celtic. You know, one at the back in a position that Celtic really struggled in last season. He's he's forming that good partnership with Starfield, and at the other end, one who can, you know, light up the the stadium, but also get give you assists and goals. So important that Celtic get that bit of business wrapped up as soon as they can. Yeah, I agree, Mark. Especially for me, I know that Jota's really hit the heights with his goals. Twelve goals from a, a wide player is a good return. Got terrific return. Got to say, he, he's one of these players that you like watching. He's terrific ability, great control, gets his goals. You know, he can he can take the game by the scruff of the neck at times. Sometimes he goes into a quiet mode. It's just typical wingers. But for me, Carter Vickers has been sensational this season. 
I really do think that he's been a, a big, big part of the fact that Celtic's consistency with the experience of Joe Hart behind. So if I was Celtic involved with that, I'd be looking to get that deal tied up as quick as I possibly could. Hugh, there are various stats out there these days and various metrics you would use to measure a player for simpletons like us. Yeah. You tend to want your winger to score and create. And if we're yeah. talking about 12 uh, goals in all competitions for Jota, he's got nine assists. That's just in the league. So there might be some additional in, um, in other competitions. There's a reason Celtic fans want to keep him. He just created a little bit of controversy last week in Dingwall when he was asked about his future and he, he kind of flip-flopped around the answer. Uh, but you have to establish there are three involved here, Benfica, Celtic and Jota. And all three have to be in agreement and likewise Spurs, Carter, Vickers and Celtic. Yeah, let's bring in Nadim who's a Rangers fan. What do you make of that today, Nadim? Hi, hi, Gordon, in the in the, in the panel there. Uh, yeah, hello. I, th- I thought we played. I thought we played really, really well. Um, second, especially second half. I thought first half was probably even, but second half I thought we were by far the the better team. Um, I thought our big players played played well. I thought Sakala had a good game, especially second half. Um, but I was one of the points I like to make was I was quite surprised. Um, Arfield staying on so long, Gordon. I thought he had a, a quite a poor game, especially the first half. In second half, he made a few. Kind of bad passes. I was surprised it took you uh, so long for me, for me to take him off. But my main point was tonight for me today was was a bit of a free hit. If we, if we got a win, great. Would have put a bit more pressure on Celtic. But for me, the league was gone a few weeks ago. So it's all about Thursday night. It's all about Thursday night and making sure we have players fresh and fit and and hopefully get to a UEFA Cup semi final. Yeah, Jim Duffy. It's interesting. A lot of this will depend on what your mindset was going into today as a Rangers fan. If you thought the league was over already. Then you've just drawn the game And you've performed pretty well in the second half So you're, you're not going to be that disappointed But if if there are anyone if there's anyone out there who thought no, We can win today and we can still win the league And we can pull it back That's where the disappointment would come But we haven't been hearing too many of those in, in recent weeks No, no, I think because uh, the Rangers' performances have been very good in, in recent weeks And t- today, um, the second half in particular Was another terrific performance And, uh, you know, we're right uh, to, 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 to say, you know, the, the, the positivity there as, as far as I feel concerned if he, yeah, he didn't have his greatest game But he's another one where he, he almost got the winner You know what I mean? <laughs> he's, he's another fantastic save from Joe Hart that uh, Because he's that type of player that gets in there And he'll keep doing it uh, And he gives 100% And I was a bit surprised Jack didn't start But I suppose you've got Manage the players, and you know whether it be Kamara and Jack comes back in on Thursday night, and you, they have to save something, something along the line, somewhere along the line. The manager had to put uh, a bit of a risk, and uh, without without having a natural striker as well. So you know, fair fair play to, to Giovanni Van Brockhurst because I, I think he you know he, he got it right, in particularly in the second half. Um, but yeah, I mean Thursday night's a huge match, and the performance today in the second half to finish the game very very strong will give them great confidence going into that. And ultimately, Rangers' season now depends on Thursday night. Uh, I mean, all this they've got the Scottish Cup final at the end of the season, which is a fantastic climax there. But in terms of stature and reputation and finance, you know, Thursday night is absolutely massive now. Yeah, because Hugh, the, the the usual response to a, a game which. Almost costs you the league against your rivals would be you know devastation and rage and anger, but you're not going to get that from Rangers fans because no. many of them thought it was done anyway, and they've got other fish to fry on yeah. Thursday. So it's, it's these are different circumstances. I remember watching Rangers win the European Cup Winners' Cup fifty years ago, 
And the world was a different place then because there wasn't the, the gap, the financial gap that exists now between clubs. What Rangers are on the verge of doing is nothing short of remarkable for me. Uh, the, you know, the, the quality of the teams that they have put out, they've put out one German team already in Borussia Dortmund. They may yet put out another Bundesliga team in RB Leipzig and that they could then have Eintracht Frankfurt in the final. If Rangers win this, having beaten three Bundesliga sides, they should get the Brandenburg Gate to keep, as well as the, the, the competition trophy. It is unbelievable, sensational stuff from them. Uh, but I still think they have a big night on in Thursday because Leipzig, I don't think, can be as average as they looked uh, last Thursday night. But... For Rangers even to be in the position of being 90 minutes away from a European final in a season in which they've changed manager as well, in a season in which they have probably failed to win their own domestic league, what they have done in Europe is incredible. How do you feel about the league in the team if, if that is that today? Um, I mean, it's disappointing, Gordon, because we, we won the league so comfortably last season, you know. Um, and especially at the start of the season with, with the turmoil at Celtic were going through with the player turnover and things you, you know Rangers had a definitely had a head start we're six points clear at one point so for that for, for that to, to just dissipate it's, it's, it's absolutely disappointing because you want to retain the, the title you know the, the league championship is probably the most important competition but now that that has gone you know it's been gone because it's been gone for a couple of weeks probably longer than that to be honest and you can focus now on, on European competition and that becomes the the, the focal yeah. point for us so a little, a little disappointing I think you know, we've got to focus everything now on, on Europe Well we're going to hear from Giovanni Van Bronckhurst very keen to hear what he thought of today and the bigger picture and we'll do that next thank you Nadim. After they play you have your say 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line The dust is starting to settle at Celtic Park if such a thing ever happens after a fixture like that it finished one all between the sides and it means that Celtic maintain their six point advantage at the top with only a few games to go Jim Duffy's still there the guys are in the studio let's hear from the managers uh, what do you make of their assessment does it match how you felt pick up the phone and let us know why don't we do home boss first, followed by away boss. Here's Ange Postacoglu. Yeah, it was a, a tense game, um, which you'd expect with um, you know so much on the line and you know the consequences of, of a result either way. And we we kind of scored and we had some great chances to go two three up, and we didn't take them. And then you know, to to Rangers' credit, they uh, fought their way back into the game. And once they scored, then they got a bit of momentum, which. You know, they had nothing to lose, so they were going to throw men forward and put us under pressure. But, you know, um, boys still showed the resilience. You know, Joe's made a couple of good saves, great saves. And, um, you know, we got a result out of it. Did you say draw fair result in the end? Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, I'm sure they, they feel like they could have won the game. I feel like we could have won the game. But I don't think one side dominated um, in, in totality. I think it was just a, it was a bit of an arm wrestle, which, as I said, you kind of expect when... There's such massive, you know, consequences on the outcome. We're in a strong position, you know, we've got three games to go, two of them at home. We've been, you know, so strong at home all year, including today we didn't lose. So, you know, from our perspective, it gives us a great opportunity um, to, to, to sort of take advantage of the, the position we're in. And, you know, the thing with us is we, we don't want to sort of just get there. We want to finish strong and we've got three games to do that. Yeah, I thought Dyson was outstanding, um, you know, but... 
we just had you know, two or three really good opportunities after that that we normally have been pretty efficient with this year. But, you know, I, I, I keep reflecting on the fact that, you know, this group has been put together, you know, in the last sort of eight, nine months. For a lot of them, it's their first year at this football club. It's their first year feeling this sort of expectation and pressure. And, and we're a first year team together playing against a team that's been together for three years. We're champions last year. They're a good side. So Ange Postacoglu happy as you would expect Or content would maybe be a better word What about Giovanni van Bronckhorst? As I said before the game We needed a win to get to close the gap to three points We didn't uh, We drew But you know, I think we did everything I couldn't have uh, asked more from my players What they've given today Especially in the second half We pushed really hard to, to come back into the game Which we, we, which we did And uh, get good opportunities to win this game In the final uh, 10 or 12 minutes But yeah we did everything we could to, to win this game, but in the end, you know, we are two, two points short. I think after 60 or 65 minutes, we were getting stronger and stronger. And I think we did really well in, in those moments. Created, uh, you know, great chances. We hit the post, fashion at one against one against the uh, heart. So, yeah, what can you ask for more? The only thing is uh, that we didn't score uh, the big chances we had. I think only a win today uh, would give us... Uh, you know, a chance to uh, uh, to close the gap even 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 more, but you know, it's still six points. You know, with uh, the goal difference in favor of Celtic, so it will be more difficult after today. You know, I think we had a good performance today. Uh, physically, we looked strong as well. So now we have three days to prepare ourselves for uh, for Leipzig at home, where we can uh, reach the final in Europe. You know, we're gonna prepare like we always do and uh, make sure we have the same intentions and the same character we showed today because uh, we also need that on Thursday uh, Let's bring in Andy who's a Celtic fan in Garthamlock Andy how are you feeling after that? Uh, I feel quite good actually um, I said before I would take a draw just because the kind of momentum of Rangers have got in Europe um, and genuinely I do I would have taken that. <laughs> like, if you told me at the start of the season we'd be sitting with the league cup in the bag and essentially three points away if we win in the league with three games to go, I'd have bit your hand off for it. Like the the job that Andrew's done has been phenomenal. Hugh, I'm detecting the rarest of afternoons here. We're after uh-huh. a, a meeting of these sides. Both sets of fans are actually. Fine, actually quite happy thought, At the same time, does I, that ever happen? I thought the comments made by both managers were terrific They were absolutely honest in their assessment of how the game could have gone And absolutely honest to admit on the part of Giovanni Van Bronckers that that's it gone He did not use the word concede But in his head, Giovanni Van Bronckers conceded the league title today uh, One of the great things about the re- relationship between these two men It's it's civilised And it's honest uh, they, they greet each other Before the games Like two people Who like each other They bring a civilised aspect To it all and I thought Ange Postacoglu's Reading of the game Celtic had chances to win Didn't take them uh, And then Rangers had chances Absolutely accurate and fair Giovanni Van Bronckhurst Is not attempting To pull the wool Over anyone's eyes That you know If we win the last three games And Celtic lose the last three games No nonsense he conceded the title today without actually mouthing the words. I think in terms of fans, I think a lot of Celtic fans will be like Andy this evening. You know, a wee bit disappointed that they didn't win the game because, of course, they want to win these games all the time. But they, they'll reflect on the job, I think, today that Ange Postecoglou has done over this season. It's a remarkable turnaround for what Celtic were in the summer 
And you know To cap that off again By not losing today uh, And the opportunity To wrap it up Next week um, Incredible So I think they'll go Away pretty happy Today uh, Both sets of fans That is Because the Rangers fans Although They had an outside chance If they won the game They could have kept it going And might have just Nicked it At least they can take positives From not losing today At Celtic Park And they go into Thursday And in good spirits I think when the dust settles tomorrow Both sets of fans will look at it Celtic fans will say Oh we could have won it in the first half And Rangers fans will look and say We could have won it in the second half Because we were a better side And I think like you I thought the manager summed it up perfectly um, <clears throat> I think it suits both teams Obviously Rangers wanted to close that gap But I always believed Even if they won the day Like a lot of Rangers fans <clears throat> The league was gone anyway But I think it gives Rangers For instance Great confidence Getting into Thursday night um, I thought second half A lot of character Played very well Unlucky For Celtic They deserve to be champions And they're going to be champions Yeah I mean Andy What In, in particular today then Let's talk specifically about today um, In terms of things that maybe pleased you in the first half And, and presumably didn't please you so much in the second <clears throat> um, I think The performance of Maeda He looks An absolute player And getting a pre-season under him I, I, I just think he's going to be a superstar Kyogo was a wee bit quiet And Jota actually showed himself up For the, the first time Possibly in uh, uh, Glasgow Derby games But um, for me the highlights been, <laughs> Sorry to go this way For me the highlights been a lot of angry bears Phoning in telling us how bad we are <laughs> And how the, the 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 league table Does lie as I heard a few Earlier on talking about That's been to be honest the highlight of my day <laughs> Well that can happen That's, that's the nature of, of rivalry um, Seeing Maeda In the flesh Jim, particularly that first half, he sets up the goal. What, what did you make of him? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm. I, have you lost me? Oh, we've got you. Just you carry on. No, right. right. no. I mean, it's, I'm not. I'm not watching Lyrical quite as much as Handy would. I think he's he's got you know real energy. He's been all oh, the work effort he puts in is incredible. But he, he does lack a little bit of composure in key moments for me. And I think he's definitely better in the wide areas. He, he, you know, he puts in such a shift, puts a great cross in for the goal. I would, I, I, I'd be. Listen, I hope I'm wrong. I hope he does turn out to be a superstar. But I'd be amazed if he is. I, I think he's a real good club player, a real good guy to have in your squad. Um, but he just lacks a wee bit of composure for me in, in certain moments. But um, you know, the worrying thing, I think, oh, it's not worrying, but I think the the, the slight concern for Celtic is the last couple of games against Rangers. Their midfield has 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 been dominated by Rangers at times. Uh, the semi-final and then again today. Uh, and I think, you know, doesn't matter what combination uh, Ange Postecoglou's played, Rangers have dominated the midfield in the last couple of games. And, and over the course of the season, Celtic's midfield's been immense. But those last two games, Rangers have definitely dominated that area. Agree with that part, Gordon? Yeah, I do. Um, I thought that um, when you look at Celtic's midfield, Tati looked like he was running an empty early doors, uh, Gordon, and we know that he has had a lot of football. He is a fantastic footballer, let's not get kidded. O'Reilly seemed to get caught up a little bit. Um, I, I do agree. I think Rangers in the last two games, semi-final and obviously today, finished the stronger side. Um, but as... And Postacoglu quite rightly said they're defending his players saying look this is the first season together at Celtic and Marco Tell it's a massive club to get into and, 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 and hit the ground running and most of them have 
Rangers players have been together for a few years now but um, they'll only get better and they'll only get stronger but I do agree I think over the piece in the last two games obviously Celtic Park when, when Celtic were dominant against Rangers um, I think Rangers midfield has been better On Maeda and he's delighted with him Jim is not quite as convinced I suppose he, today was easy Mark in the sense of seeing the two sides wonderful work rate and sets up the goal Um but a huge chance missed that, that could have put the game to bed yeah. And I get I know Rangers fans will say Well we had chances Yes that, that's true But at that point in the game um, It was a big moment Yeah and that's why he falls into Kind of Jim's bracket Rather than Andy's description Of a superstar Because superstars don't pass up Those opportunities And in front of goal He probably just lacks a wee bit But there's no doubt about it I mean He's brought so much to Celtic Ange Postacoglu loves him He plays him every single game The energy he brings to the team Is irreplaceable sometimes and he just needs to add that wee bit of finesse in the final third. But very good player. Andy is right. We have full pre-season. All these guys mm. that have come in in January, pre-season under the belt, they'll be a strong force to be reckoned with next season. Thanks, Andy. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Golden Goals. If you think it was a big day in the title race, it was a big day, Hugh Keevans. For golden goals Do you remember What benchmark We were about to pass through 30,000 And we've done it We've broken through The £30,000 mark It's so simple This competition Every time Celtic or Rangers score We add at least £250 Into a jackpot But today Because the stakes were high And they faced each other Each goal was upped to £500 nice. So Jota 500 Thank you very much Sakala 500 Thank you very much Another grand in the pot Which means we now sit £30,500 And one of you lucky lot Will win it all At the end of the season Every penny Tax free And we've even got more time For that number to grow But we are Nearly there There's only a couple of weeks left So to be in with the chance Make sure you text GOAL to 61025 G-O-A-L to 61025 £2 to text plus your standard message rate over 18s only and the full terms and online entry are at Clyde1.com Lines close Saturday the 21st of May Scottish Cup final day at 6pm so for your chance to be the winner at the end of the season text GOAL to 61025 Paul's a Rangers fan he's next It's Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line 0141 951 1025 Hugh Evans, Mark Wilson and Gordon Diell are here at so 1419511025 um, I'm not sure if we should say bye to Jim Duffy I think you'll be getting kicked out soon Jim Yeah uh, well there's, there's a couple of stragglers lying about but uh, if you if you're, don't need me anymore then I'll head home Oh listen we, I would happily talk to you till midnight but it's for your own well-being I don't want you getting locked in like Gordon Diell did that time uh, Dumbarton yeah, no, the, the, I, th- I think I think the yeah, and the he was a manager. He, he, <laughs> he was a, he was always a manager before me. <laughs> right, Jim. Hope you enjoyed the afternoon. Thanks for bringing us up to speed. No, thanks very much. Always enjoy it. Cheers. Good man. That was Jim Duffy at Celtic Park. You're stuck with Hugh Keevans, Mark Wilson, and Gordon Diel. Um, Paul in Crookston's been hanging on for ages. So, firstly, my apologies, Paul. How do you feel? Something's up after today. Uh, no, thanks for letting me on, uh, Gordon. I was listening there um, to previous caller as well. But um, you know, we went there with no recognised striker. Um, we've been playing in Europe, um, no, with the injuries and whatnot. No, don't need to highlight all of them. But so to come away there with all of that, when Celtic are going to try and win the title on that day, I think you no, know, it's admirable, admirable of the players. Um, no, I think all all eggs are now in the one basket for Europa League, um, and it's it's there. No, to come away from a phone in 
um, after the game last Thursday and said, no, we came away there with one nil defeat. But my point today was to see what you think. You might remember my call um, last week. I'd been screaming out saying I didn't understand why um, James Sands was brought on. And looking back on the game, I was, I was 100% right. Sands didn't close down one of the RB players, hence why the corner came about. Um, and I know it's all if buts and maybes here, but I don't think the same thing might have happened if Steve Davis was playing. Um, and there we go, Davis plays today. Thought he was outstanding, controlled, composed. I don't understand the thinking behind putting Sands on on Thursday to close out a really important game for a draw and then an ultra-important game today in the sense of preventing a rival from winning the league or math- technically winning the league. I know it could still not do it mathematically, but um, he plays Davis in that game. Um, if I was being really slightly critical on that part, that's what my frustration kind of comes from. I'm not an ex-pro or anything like that, but from a fan's point of view, I just don't understand it at all. Um, I'm a big fan of Davis, as you know, how I'm talking about him now and, and last week, but if, I, if he doesn't understand what he can bring to a team, I don't understand what he doesn't see in him. Um, I, I don't know what the panel think of that one. Mark? Yep, Davis for me, better than Sands at the minute. Sands might boss him into a, a good player for Rangers, but it was a couple of weeks ago, I think I was seeing the run-up to the game at Hamden. I thought Davis would have played in that game. You guys actually laughed at me. Daz, you laughed at me, actually. Doesn't but, sound like something I would do, but I think he... Yeah, no, I don't, don't laugh at him. You did, you did. You, you thought I was uh, crazy for suggesting it, but look, Davis been a great servant. You could see big games like today. Doesn't he phase him? You know, you know what you're going to get with him. Uh, in terms of what happened on Thursday with Sands, I mean, I suppose it could have happened with any other player, you know, no causing him down, but if it's a, a choice between the two, for me, Davis is head and shoulders. Well, so far, him. it's Sands' fault for not closing down a player. Then it was uh, Sakala's fault for not leaving yeah. the ball to John Lundstrom. I mean, okay. yeah, maybe these we, things happen. Maybe we don't need to overanalyze Thursday, but generally speaking, is Stephen Davis. Worthy of the praise Paul's given him And is he showing Gordon At this late stage in the season There's plenty of life in, oh, in him yet Without a shadow of doubt um, I said yesterday That I fancied Davis to play This afternoon at Celtic Park Gordon um, I still think there's plenty of miles in, in Davis The problem with him is um, Getting game time Because he's one of these players That wants to play every game He wants to play every week um, And it's frustrating for a player That's got you know, the amount of caps that he's got, um, the amount of games that he's played, senior games. I'm not, it's, it's very hard to come. Sands is just in the door. You've got to give him an opportunity. Davis is a very experienced player, a very talented player, but um, has he get, still got mileage left in him at Rangers? 100% for me. I think he brings so much quality. Um, Paul, what we've learned in the first hour and a bit is clearly everything was about your expectations If, as Rangers fans, you didn't expect to win the league and didn't really think you could Then you, you're just not that disappointed this afternoon Because how could you be? Um, you know, you performed fine and might even have, have won the game Does that sort of sum up your place? Uh, yeah, I don't know, it's a, it's a strange one because, uh, I don't know, said you could win Europa League and um, I know it's a, it's a huge ask. I mean, it's a huge ask. The budget Rangers have got and everything else and, and playing against, you know, RB and whatnot is, is still a big ask to, 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 do, it, to do this. But um, at the end of the day, we threw it away um, January time. And in fact, I think they won at Ibrox and um, Celtic won that game. That's where I kind of still, I was thinking if we won today, in fact, Sakal had scored that goal, then do you know what? Hearts still to play Celtic and D United away and whatnot. There could have still been a wee bit of 
uh, nerves setting in and things like that. But I don't know if we'd won at Ibrox, I think that was a game that would have maybe made a wee bit of a difference. So my heart kind of went away after that point in time in it. But you know, I think we've also we were slipped up on as a January transfer window. Um, everybody banged on, and then that was one of them as well. But Ramsey coming in. Um, but I don't think we've got the strength and depth. We've, yeah, we've been unlucky with injuries. Some of the forum, Aribo going out to the, the African Cup of Nations and all that type of stuff and whatnot. We've relied too heavily on certain players from certain positions and some have taken a wee bit longer to settle in, like Lundstrom and people like that. Um, Celtic, you know, hats off to them. They've put on a, a brand new team. Um, and you, know, you can't take it away. I think one thing I do want to say is I think um, Ange Poskakoglu has been um, very classy in, in how he's come across in the media and how, how he came across um, in taking that team forward so I don't think we've got many Rangers fans saying that right enough but um, you know, hats off they've done well um, but do you know what at the end of the day this is balancing out with, with the Europa League run I mean we've taken on likes of Borussia Dortmund putting them aside and things like that so for a team that's only spent 2.75 million this year um, and went through umpteen qualifiers to get where we are. I think um, it would be well topped off if we if we get to that Europa League final. So yeah, well done, well done, Celtic. Um, it's more or less there, isn't it? But um, you still got to qualify for the Champions League. That's my wee dig in there. Then, Hugh, something that I think it was Mark Warburton that said it once, and it's stuck with me, and I can I can hear it now because I think we've maybe finally broken it. He he said that you know he. Realised when he got here in Glasgow As the manager There always has to be A good cop And a bad cop And uh-huh. whoever is on top Is the good cop And by default The other one is, is bad uh-huh. And One guy's brilliant The other guy's hopeless <clears throat> For the first time in a long time I'm detecting that both sets of fans Are okay They're, they're fight Celtic Know they're Pretty much going to go on And win the league That's the way they feel And they're delighted with that And of course The Rangers fans Aren't happy about that But they're seeing signs Under Giovanni Van Bronckhurst And they might even get To a Europa League final This does not happen Very often We're in strange times If Giovanni Van Bronckhurst Had not reached The stage of the Europa League That he has reached Then he might have been In a bit of trouble With the the Rangers supporters The European run Justifiably Has Given Giovanni Van Bronckhurst Credit in the bank And much of it And to underline Paul's point For me the best thing about Giovanni Van Bronckhurst And Ange Postacoglu Is that they bring a Civilised aspect To this rivalry They were both very honest today In their assessment of the game And Giovanni's assessment of the remainder Of the domestic season They are clearly a couple of class acts uh, But now It has to be about RB Leipzig For Giovanni Van Bronckhurst It has to be about this Incredible, almost unfathomable Achievement of a Scottish team Getting to A European final In this day and age So the two men Come out of this afternoon with immense credit To introduce just one Negative note If Giovanni hadn't had The European run He might have got more stick Yeah but that's such a big if isn't it Because you know it has happened Mark And I I don't Recall Many times like this Yeah Yeah, yeah, It's extraordinary We are conditioned to think That come the end of a season One set of fans will be on cloud nine The other one's in the gutter And That's the way it is But it's just not happening At the end of this season Because the prize of the Europa League Or even the final Getting to the final is 
you know, quite extraordinary to get there for a Scottish club. So uh, that's why Van Bronckhurst has got so much goodwill in the bank at the minute. Um, and I get Hugh's point. It could have been so different, but he's here now. Uh, you know, Celtic fans happy because it's been such a turnaround. Rangers fans obviously would have liked to have won the league, but they've still got the Scottish Cup as well. So, yeah, odd times. Not many, not many uh, grumpy supporters. I, can, I can't remember the last time I've ever sat and thought it could be a successful season for both. The managers, Rangers and Celtic I think both sets of fans would be delighted Usually you'll get one that You know, if it's Celtic it Run away with things or Rangers Then the other manager comes under pressure Fans want them out, they want them better But I think the fans are delighted with both managers It's Postacoglu's come in And the job that he's doing just now At Celtic mm. Park's incredible You told me that they would win a double At the beginning of the season yeah. I thought you'd been kidding yourself on If you told me that Rangers are 90 plus minutes away from You know a final in Europe And obviously the Scottish Cup as well So it could be a terrific season For both managers Yeah because I mean Hugh even going back to 2008 When mm. Rangers got to the final of Europe Didn't win the league But they did win a cup double Yeah You know so that that was so you, you know you're going You're going back To then That would be the, the the sort of first The most recent one That you could even Think about really Where both would be quite happy Come the end of the season Yeah I spoke to Barry Hearn In the early part of the week And he said to, to me about uh, The Rangers-Celtic rivalry He said it's incredible You know that we You should be trying to get more money For the Scottish game On the back of Celtic and Rangers Because this is extraordinary stuff uh, and we've got a contract that will be up for renewal shortly And these two clubs are putting us on the map uh, Rangers for their European exploits And Ange has taken Celtic to Australia And the, the Australian media were out in force in Glasgow this weekend In anticipation of Celtic probably winning the league So the, the, both of them right now are a credit to themselves And the two managers are certainly a credit to themselves and we should be looking to capitalise on this extraordinary, phenomenal rivalry. Well, more than that, to be fair. There are a lot of great stories out there up and down the leagues. Let's not forget that. Thank you to Paul, uh, who's a Rangers fan from Crookston. Uh, let's bring in Jamie, a Celtic fan from Colsyth. What did you make of today, Jamie? Uh, it was very frustrating to watch, actually, as a Celtic, as a Celtic supporter. Um, you know, I've... I, I'm not a tactician by any means, but you know when you're playing against Rangers or any good opponents, I think the guards are Celtic put more pressure on themselves when they play from the back. Now, I'm not just talking about the day. I'm talking about a few times when they've played from the back, especially Hart, uh, Startfelt, and Taylor. They get themselves into muddles at times, which they don't need to do, and I. For the likes of me, I can't understand it. We are a good side. And the the fault, I would say, is not at the front or the middle, it's at the back. Because we put a hell of a lot of pressure on ourselves. Now that game in particular, if you watch that game over, the amount of mistakes we made at the back and some of the passing was, you know, it, it was atrocious. Rangers, to be honest, and I'm a Celtic man, Rangers deserve to win that game today. Now, what I'm going to put in place here, just for talking's sake, everybody's saying the league's over, which it probably is now with a draw, but just for talking's sake, 
that we get beat today, we play Hearts, and Hearts beat us, then where does it leave the fixtures? And not only that, I've got one player to... I'm not criticising him as, as such, but he fell a mile off the pace was Ralston. How did he not get subbed? Because that boy looked well... It looked as if he didn't want to play in the game. We're covering quite a lot of ground um, wait, wait. I, I, Like Jamie Hugh loves a good old Doomsday hypothetical But he didn't lose today So let, let's not worry about You know Had you lost today And then had you lost to Hearts That's I, quite a lot if, To get our head round If Celtic are so chaotic Shambolic Call it what you will At the back Jamie mm. How have they gone through 29 consecutive league games Without losing one? What I'm saying is I don't think we're I don't think we're fully there yet From playing from the back out it's, you know, I know where we are And I think we're lucky In so many games That where we are now It's not like uh, ifs and buts We could have been beat today Just for talking's sake Now, if we were to bet today How many points is left in it? And uh, still- I know, but that, that's really tough <laughs> to just You're right, yeah, you're right If you had lost today The league would have been closer yeah, we, we we can agree on that. If Rangers bust to the ground had broken down, would Celtic have been awarded <laughs> no, three look, points? Mark, I think th- there is some really valid stuff in there. If you think about Jamie saying we're we're not there yet, we're not the finish. I think that's of course that that sounds yeah. bang on. No, that's fine. But who is? I mean, we've got a game on here in the background. Everton, Chelsea, Chelsea, world class players passing it along the back. They get caught out. They concede a goal. We watched. Man City the other week against Liverpool These teams take chances at the back There's no doubt about it But they play that way for a reason It drags opponents to them And they're good enough in possession To pop it round And that's how you get your front three on the ball So nobody is ever going to be the finish article at the back When they're taking the ball out Gordon, if Ange Mm. Postacoglu were here I imagine Mm. He would certainly use the word mate within it But he he would say something along the lines of This style of play has got us to within touching distance of winning the league. Yeah, and and, and it would be that simple, wouldn't it, for him? And over over the distance of the league, they've lost twenty goals. So yes, uh, sometimes it is a risk. And Mark quite right to hi- highlight the top top teams like City and Chelsea. They do it. They get caught sometimes. It's the way the Celtic manager wants to play. How many times do you see Celtic playing from the back? And all of a sudden, three, four, five passes up the pitch and the score, the first goal today, for instance. You know, they build it from the back, the goalkeeper, everything, up the park, get their goal. So that's the way the manager wants to play. Are the risks involved? Of course they are. But I think he would much rather do that than kick the ball up the park and have a 50-50 chance of giving away possession. So it's the way Celtic want to play. They want to build. There will be hiccups like every other team but I think they're doing the right thing Is it not all worth it If you win the league Jamie Is that not what it all comes down to You know if Whatever team Wins the league Any league If they win it They've got more things right Than they've got wrong Is that not the The, the kind of way to look at it I, I'm not what, what I'm trying to say is I'm not trying to say it's wrong What I'm saying is I don't think We're fully There yet From playing from the back Because Okay I, but how, how do you get there then How do you get there What what do you propose rate Celtic do Would you rather They kick the ball long Up the pitch more often No, no not at all Not at all that, I, I, I'm trying to What I'm trying to say is Games we have won in Is Is Is, uh, uh, is what we were saying there uh, With the panel That they've won From playing from the back 
that's fine. What I'm saying is, that's certain types of teams we're playing. But when you're playing against a team like Rangers, now, anybody who watches Celtic, any manager that watches Celtic playing from the back, knows that they're going to be mistakes if you press them at the back. That's exactly what Rangers done today. That's exactly what Rangers done today. When when um, Joe Hart made a mistake, and, and, and uh, Starfelt and Taylor, Rangers were on top of them. And they're passing out from the back. Okay. It's a one game the day we're talking about the day. But they made mistakes from the back. Did it not also start the move which led to Celtic's first goal? Yeah, of course. Yeah, well then, is that not very selective? No, really. No. Not not watching that game today, no. Because we, we, we are very fortunate that we drew that game today. Because I'll tell you, Rangers were all over us in the second half. And yeah, they were a far better side than Celtic were. Well, they were in the second half. You, no one would dispute that. I think Jamie's suffering from post-match depression because he, he thought that Celtic would win and win the league at Celtic Park, and it hasn't happened. They were now going through some convoluted argument about. To be fair, by the sounds of it, this seems like a long-standing opinion Jamie's had. If Jamie's opinion is that Celtic is a work in progress, then yeah, of course they are. They, they became a work in progress when Ange Postecoglou got here and discovered that. He had to rebuild the team And the, the work in progress continued In the January transfer window When all manner of good players were brought in They are a work in progress But as a work in progress They're about to become the champions That ought to be enough for anybody You've sparked a good debate Jamie that's for sure Thank you to Jamie and Scythe We'll take more of your calls And we'll hear more manager reaction From Celtic Park next After the action It's your reaction 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line Hugh Evans, Mark Wilson Gordon DL are here Gordon DL has become my favourite person in the world today I and I don't mean. I don't say that lightly I really don't I love nothing more than to ridicule him on here not today not got a bad word to say about thank you, you Gordon I'm gonna, I'll tell you all in a second but we need to take more calls from Les who's an East Co-Bride how's it going Les? very well Gordon hope uh, you and the panel are doing well yeah good things Okay, my way. Listen, I've had a, a couple of points to make uh, throughout the day, but as the show's going on, they've been answered. So uh, basically, I've only got a couple left. Uh, first one being, um, I'd like to thank Jamie for his call earlier. By the way, the last caller, I think he, he was spot on with what he said. Absolutely spot on. And that to come from a rival fan is, is admirable. I thought that was exactly right. Because I thought Rangers bossed that game start to finish. No first half. Uh, no second half, just start to finish. Better football team. Um, so, so even like you know, from I think Celtic scored in twenty odd minutes. From there until the end of the first half, you thought Rangers bossed that bit. I, 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 I don't see why where you could say that they never. You know, I mean, they were in the game. It was a game, but I think Rangers. Well, hold on, were they in it or did they boss it? Well. I will not say boss it then. No, boss it too strong word. They were well, well, in it. they were well in it. They were. Oh, listen, look, look, I'm not trying to take anything away from Rangers, Hugh, because everyone kind of feels the same on that second half. They could yeah. easily have won it. I don't think anyone would have had real grumbles. But you know, we always get a bit excited, don't we? They clearly didn't dominate start to finish. Neither side did, but they certainly did have the better of the second half for this, sure. This is the classic reaction of Celtic and Rangers supporters when the game is over. Jamie, the previous caller, was. Post-match depression Because he, he thought that Celtic Would win the league At Celtic Park And it didn't happen um, Les Is frustrated Because he felt That Rangers should have won the game And that really would have Rubbed Celtic's faces in it Because 
Not only did they not get the title at Celtic Park, but the whole thing might have gone back into the melting pot. So things are exaggerated. Jamie, uh, you know, his case was collapsing all over the place, and Les has now, from coming on to say that Rangers bossed it, his case has collapsed and he's gone back on what he had to say originally. Anyway, forget this, Les, because we don't need to fall out today because everybody seems to be getting on just great. You're right, Jamie wanted to praise Rangers and. I think Paul, the Rangers fan, was praising Ange Postacoglu. There's a nice atmosphere today, Les, so let's not spoil it. What else was on your mind? Well, that's it. I don't want to spoil it. But <laughs> every, every time a Rangers fan phones in, Hugh slaughters them. Every time a Celtic fan phones in with the same sort of point, Hugh slaughters them. No, I mean, I think it was a great game today. I think everybody's got fair points of view to make. My main points are, what would be the bigger achievement? Uh, Celtic winning the league, and taking the £40 million, which I've also got a wee comment to make on, or Rangers getting to the Europa League final, or winning it, and winning the Scottish Cup. Rangers winning the Europa League would be the biggest achievement. 100%. If they win the Europa League, don't think getting to the finals enough, but no, if they if win they, it, if they of win course, it. yeah. it's a bigger achievement. Yeah, full house for me. There you go, Les. Happy with that? Lovely. I'm happy with that. Is that the answer you wanted? Because <laughs> I think uh, I've spoke to a lot of Celtic friends And they're terrified The Rangers getting to the Europa League final Terrified yeah. They think that, You know I mean We've all been there 2000 and I don't know when Celtic got there Three and then eight And then eight You know what I mean The, the, the rigmarole or in it The excitement I just think it would take <laughs> it, would, it would diminish Celtic's And it's not a right thing to do Because Celtic are the better team and they are going to win the league there's no two doubts about it doesn't matter what the result was today Celtic are going to win the league but see the £40 million that Celtic are going to get mm-hmm. but I've spoken to a lot of people about this as well the, the £40 million Celtic must have about what five players on loan at the moment no, uh, I have to buy them well the two no just two no, sort of main John ones John and, and Carter Vickers there may be um, I think is one one is it Maeda is he the one that kicks in permanently afterwards? Is it one no, of those deals? Anyway, sure. it's really just that those two, two main players. ones, certainly. Um, and I think is Joe Hart no one? No, no. I think the cost right. of the two players would be just over ten million, would it? Yeah, twelve, Roughly. ten, twelve. Yeah. Say, for instance, is is that where you're going with this, Liz? You think the forty million could get eaten up? Yes, I know. I'll just buy two players. I thought it was a bit more than that, but aye, the money's going to be before you know it. They're not going to have a lot of that forty. Million left Plus I do believe that Van Bronckhorst must Have some Contacts in Holland Or even for that matter China So At this particular moment as well I think Rangers have burst Celtic's bubble I think Rangers have got the, the upper hand in Celtic I mean well, even, even the games have been defeated in Because I know Hugh's going to come in here and say The league never lies And Celtic have won this And have took many points but many points of Rangers took Rangers have no Les, Les you asked You asked about The Europa League Or The Scottish Premiership title And you wanted me to say The Scottish Premiership title So I burst No you didn't No no it was the yeah. opposite I think no. no 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 Les was waiting for that And he's come back in With my name again About this uh, Simple mental arithmetic If Jota and Carter Vickers Cost Celtic 12 million And you, you had 40 to start with You've got 28 million left Also the players that Ange Postacoglu has brought in Kyogo, Maeda, Hatati Three of them were about yeah. four million quid or something yeah. for the three And uh, 
Matt O'Reilly Very Very cheap By comparison as well uh, So It's how you spend your money If you spend your money wisely Then you'll be okay I mean Les Look the guys back Up the sort of Feeling that the Rangers fans would have They, they said If Rangers could win it It would be incredible um, But can you ever really burst the bubble of the league champions? Celtic were a shambles last year Rangers ran away with it Every single pundit on the planet Wrote Celtic off at the start of this season Rival fans said Ange would be gone by Christmas Who's this guy? And it looks like they'll win the league How will their bubble be burst? I mean just purely by I think Rangers have worked on it I think Rangers have worked mm-hmm. on it They've worked with three Japanese guys Who when they first came It was a world win Nobody knew how to play them They just worked, worked, worked Ran, ran, ran I think they've been worked too I th- I th- I, Personally I think Rangers have worked on it I don't know about other teams But since they arrived Celtic have taken seven points In the the head-to-heads And Rangers have taken one Well Let's face it Who was the better team? It's going to be hard You're going to come back here With <laughs> Two's and fro's but... Well that's just what I'm here for Do you know what Gordon Look the, Maybe they have That's the thing Maybe Rangers can be confident At the nature of some of the performances If they've worked the Japanese players out Great But the Celtic mm-hmm. fans would say You've not worked them out enough to stop us winning the league So you can yeah. always look at it from yeah, the end bu- of story The, bu- the burst of bubble is nonsense um, You're looking at a side that's going on to win a double Gordon And he- nobody would have predicted that at the start of the season So Celtic's bubble is certainly not burst I enjoyed the game today I thought after the initial 20 minutes I thought Celtic deserved to get in 1-0 I thought Rangers were excellent in the second half I just think it's too... Good sides, I think, will get stronger mm. and they get better. And these games bring up so excite, so much excitement, talking points. But no, I'm sorry, mm. Les. I don't think Celtic fans or, or players or the manager will be worried about their bubble being burst. We said it, Mark. This is a rivalry that is uncomfortable with the notion that both might just be doing yeah. quite well. We the, the, can't handle it. The truth is, there isn't a lot between the teams. When you look at the games, the, the exception. Was the game in February Where Celtic had an outstanding 45 minutes And blew Rangers away Apart from that it, Game at Hamden Very tight Extra time All the other ones You know a draw And then decided by the odd goal So Two very good teams going at it um, Les, Celtic's going to come out on top obviously Les The celeb- Celebrity Chase special is on at 5.40 I'd go and shout <laughs> at Bradley Walsh No don't Stay with us Les In fact we'll be 5.40 Thank you very much to Les You've certainly got them debating it Which is the point of it Thank you very much Les and East Kilbride 01419511025 We are away You're right Which leads me To mm. why I will be forever Thank you In your deck Mark Wilson no. You know how this guy likes to he likes to paint himself As a bit of a A bit of a chancer A bit of a, a fixer You ever heard that yeah, term yeah. Like the professional fixer yeah. Just get stuff get done, done. Yeah. He's Arthur Daly Well I had a bit of a nightmare Right I, We're going to the PFA do tonight As yep. a lot of people will know It's when the big awards are handed out It's one of those black tie efforts I've probably put on a few pounds Over lockdown Needed a Needed a black suit, right? And in classic fashion, left it a little bit late, went in on Friday to a well-known Glasgow menswear store that rhymes with haters <laughs> and <laughs> picked one up. But of course I had to get you know, I had to get some alterations made as you do. And the guy said you can pick it up on Sunday. And I'm thinking, right, that's problematic. Because we're on air on Sunday, mm. early, and the event is on Sunday. So the last resort, the last plan I had was to leave here at four o'clock when this show finishes race to haters before it closes at half four pick up the suit oh, put it on in a tight. I don't know 
public toilet somewhere <laughs> or the car and go to the PFA do. Somehow, somehow, this guy got his wee black book out. I don't even want to know what happened in between. And I've just turned round and the suit has been delivered to the yeah, studio. That's impressive. Right, that. and we would you like, are the man. Yeah, I'm the man. I'd like to thank the Mark at Haters. As we say, <laughs> just give him the real name. It's fine. <laughs> no, I was only kidding. Of course, I was only kidding. Other menswear stores are obviously available. a very, very close friend of mine, good friend of mine, who came all the way and helped you out. And you're a big, big drink, Margaret. We can't how thank you, you enough. I, I don't even want to know how he's managed it. No. But all I know is that Must I had a, a very problem, good and he's fixed it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, incredible. I didn't fix what a service. It. The, 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 I'm going to start coming to you. With the my kind, problem. The kind you hear that, Hugh? Since this is radio, this is it. Yeah, the yeah, suit yeah. is here. The it has kind been people of Slater's went out their way to help us, and we thank them. Now, there's only very, very much. There's only one problem, though. I've not tried it on people. yet. <laughs> so you try it on. Be the wrong suit. <laughs> See how good it is at fixing things after that. <laughs> if anyone turns up and sees me wearing Hugh Keaven's trousers at the Hilton later on, you know what's gone wrong. You are Terry McCann, and he's Arthur Bailey Anyway, let's bring in. Ed, who is a Celtic fan. How's it going, Ed? I'm doing well, guys. How are you doing? Great show. Oh, Ed, I remember you. You've called in once before, haven't you? Yes, I did. Just before. I think I, it wasn't a Celtic Rangers game, but yeah, I did call once before. And you are obviously from the US of A, but we've just we've teased you in with our weird, wonderful footballing ways, and now you're hooked, yeah? He's gone. He's hung up. Now. Oh. No, he's back. Ed, can you hear us? Today's game. I've got to tell you, it was a good game, not a great game. I was at Hampton Park. For 114 minutes, we played them even. Okay? You know, yeah, as everyone has been saying, we are still a work in progress. Is that a fair assessment, Hugh? Yeah, of course it is. Uh, but uh, it makes it all the sweeter for Celtic that they will win the league as a work in progress. It will encourage Ed and uh, every other Celtic fan to think that when the work is at a, a more advanced stage, uh, then Celtic will be even better and that there will be money and Ange Postacoglu will be given the backing of the board without hesitation because Ange Postacoglu at the moment the league title is won becomes a cult figure if he isn't already one for the Celtic supporters uh, so advance Australia fair is Ange Postacoglu and hey have you seen by the dawn's early light for Ed <laughs> oh wow Ed's mm -hmm. right as a work in progress because you can't lose sight of where Celtic were at the start you know there's been the start of the season a lot has happened uh, you know Les on before saying the burst Celtic's bubble Well there is no bubble yet Because Celtic are still Working away at it You know Signings Getting used to the culture I know they've been here for four months But Not probably settled in As good as uh, They will So There's still a lot to come From this Celtic team And Ange Postacoglu Will have a full summer Transfer window as well To get some more players in That he fancies Ed it's touching distance It's nearly there How does that feel? Ed, that feels great Yes do you think there's still more to come then? Because like, we've had a lot of optimistic Rangers fans on the phone who are saying, do you know what, we've been close in these games and we're doing great in Europe, so we'll be just fine. But can, can Celtic get even better? Uh, yes, of course. 
because we are still not, you know, I mean, there's still, we can still see our weaknesses. Hatate seems never to be totally on the game in the ball. Either it's 100% or it's 0%. You know, um, we know Kyogo and Giamakis are still not at 100%. They've been hurt. That's okay. Injuries will always happen. But again, you know, the fact that Ange will have a full transfer window this summer. I'm, I don't know who he's, he's, he's looking at, but I'm sure it's someone who he knows can fit in to the, um, to, to, to the team, into what he wants to accomplish. He wants to get, you can see he said it at the beginning of last year, he wants to get Celtic into playing European football. In other words, making us comparable to what the Rangers are currently accomplishing. So that's where we're at. Ed, I, I love hearing from you. I really do. Please stay in touch. That was Ed, who's an adopted Scot, loves our football, and has got in touch before. It's great to hear from you again, Ed. Uh, speaking of European football, Super Scoreboard European football coverage with Moyer and Sweeney litigation. Whether it's criminal defence, family law, public inquiries, and more, they are here for you. We've got a top prize out there for you, by the way. We've got a 58 inch Samsung 4K TV. And an Amazon Echo show Now it's all thanks to Moyer and Sweeney Litigation They are sponsoring our European football coverage at the moment They're a multi-award winning law firm Offering high quality, discreet legal advice In a wide range of matters If you go to Clyde1.com You can find out more about them And of course you can enter for your chance To win that 58 inch Samsung TV And the Amazon Echo show So go and do that just now Whilst we get some more calls lined up And thanks again to Moyer and Sweeney Litigation Our sponsors of European football coverage the games are over. The talking begins. 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. We're on the home straight with Hugh Evans, Mark Wilson, and Gordon DL. It's 0141 951 1025. Let's hear from Ange Postacoglu after Celtic got the point that suits them more than Rangers, you would have to say, at this late stage. But both sets of fans saw bits of the game that they liked. Both sets of fans seem fairly content at the way the, the season's ending because Rangers are still in Europe and, and Celtic look like they'll win the league. Here's the Celtic manager's thoughts on the character and mentality of his players. You know, I said the players after the game, I, I think we've got so much more growth we can do as a football team, but yeah, their character you can't question. You know, that even when things aren't going well, they've found a way to hang in there. They've found a way to find that, you know, that moment or that, that you know, resilience to, to get the job done. And, and to me, that's, that's a lot harder to find than, than sort of improving them in, in aspects of their play. We had a big challenge today and, you know, OK, we didn't win the game, but we didn't lose either. And that was, that was going to be the key thing for us. We haven't lost for a very long time in the league. Um, and, you know, I, this group has always sort of embraced every challenge without fear or favour. You know, we we haven't asked for allowances. We haven't um, shirked away from the fact that you know our goal was to to be champions this year, and you know we're in a great position to do that. So our job now is to finish it off and, and make sure we finish the season strong. We'll keep improving as a football team, but the character they're showing at the moment that's priceless. You know, and and. And that's what's going to hold us in good stead for not just this year and years to come if we keep having that kind of mentality of just taking on every challenge that's that's before us and 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 making sure that we don't yield and we don't you know give up at any stage and yeah they're a determined lot and and they're determined to finish the season um, strongly you know and they, and and they know they have the capability to do that. 
I think that's very encouraging for the Celtic fans to hear that Ange Postacoglu, who has created the situation Celtic find themselves in, which is possibly 90 minutes away from officially being crowned the champions, he sees ample room for growth within that side and he'll have another transfer window in the summertime. So it's encouraging because Celtic have things to do, apart from being champions of their country, they have to acknowledge that Rangers are 90 minutes away from a European final. Celtic have become an irrelevance in Europe and Ange Postacoglu has to address that next season. It was obviously impossible for him given the start that he had and had to assemble a side. It was impossible for him to advance in Europe this season but next season the fans are entitled to look for better in Europe. There's only one game on these shores today And it finished in the East End of Glasgow a couple of hours ago But if you're interested, Everton won Chelsea nil, And we've just gone into seven minutes added on Frank Lampard's Everton of course Beating Chelsea Which could prove crucial if they can stay in the English Premier League Let's bring in William Who is a Celtic fan on the line What do you take away from today, William? Oh, afternoon, guys. That's, I mean, that, that's great. I mean, it's, I'm absolutely buzzing. You know, I'm, I'm really happy for Ange and what he's done this season. A year in, you know, a year in, and he's uh, uh, what he's trying to achieve at Celtic. And I think, I think the difference is Rangers are Rangers are three or four years in. Celtic are in the development of the squad. Celtic are a year in with this guy, and it's just been absolutely tremendous. Uh, I'm absolutely buzzing. I think today, I think a lot of Celtic fans will maybe worry a wee bit about the second half, but I still think what he's trying to achieve is just is just tremendous, you know. And I think, and I know it's been said, you know. And I, if you want to talk about the moments today, I thought maybe a bad issue. I, I, I thought Rangers could have went down to ten men, you know. If you want to talk about moments in the game today, you know, and Rangers obviously had their chances. We were pushing for the second first half, and they were pushing for the second second half, you know, so I think it was about a game of two halves. It was an interesting point with Jim was making earlier about the midfield. He thought the midfield he thought Rangers would get the better of the midfield. I don't I don't kinda of see it that way. I don't think I think Celtic I think McGregor's been absolutely tremendous this season. He's been unbelievable, you know, come if he, if he coming from Scott Brown to, to Callum McGregor, it's been sensational. It's been a sensational transition, you know, for Callum McGregor. And there's guys on that side that, OK, they might not be there next season. I was glad Jota turned up the day, you know, he played a bit better in this fixture. I don't think he's been great in this fixture. But Carter Vickers and Starfelt as well, you know, he's just tremendous for me. You know, there's a lot of players there that deserve so much credit, you know, and I think I think he's done an absolutely brilliant job. You know, I, don't, I, just, think, I just think to do that in one season is just tremendous. Hugh, on that bigger picture, that it has to be that way, doesn't it? We set our own sort of criteria, if you like. When uh, everyone in Scottish football is saying in August that Celtic are a shambles and they have no chance of winning the league, uh-huh. you can't then get to May and say, well, that's, you know, it's no big deal. You, just, you, you have to be true no. to, to what the expectations were. Yeah, he started in a fashion, Ange Postacoglu, that gave rise to concern because he was unknown to the fans because three of the first six games were lost there was allowable concern and since then he's gone 29 games and not lost any in the league and Celtic under Ange Postacoglu will get better 
as I say, they do have to address the European question because Celtic were a star above their badge, which signifies they were the club who won the European Cup. But they have to address modern day Europe. Rangers have advanced in modern day Europe. That's a job for Celtic next season. But the Ange Postacoglu story is almost fairy tale like because he came in with no chance. And he has built a team who, next weekend, if they beat Hearts and Rangers drop anything against Dundee United, Celtic are officially the champions of this country. That's remarkable for Ange Postacoglu. What about in-game today then? William thinks Rangers should have gone down to 10 with that Abada, I think Diallo on Abada. Not a chance. Mm. No. Not I, a, I don't not agree. a clear goal-scoring opportunity No, definitely you. not. Uh, there was Rangers players getting back there, so no, I couldn't agree with that one. No, I totally agree. They weren't a red card in that game this afternoon. And I've I've got to say, yeah, we can nitpick. I thought the referee, John Beaton, had a very good game indeed, uh, Gordon. Because we're not talking about the referee tonight. We're talking about the two sides, Celtic in the first half, Ange Borsikoglu, the job that he's doing. Obviously, Van Bronckhurst in the second half. Everybody's mm-hmm. happy in the city tonight. Yeah, d- dare we say it, Hugh, because, look, you're never going to get a game where mistakes aren't made. Yeah. And you're never going to get a game where Certain you know personal bias for, for either side will, will come into it But if we're honest with ourselves Compared to lots of other football matches that you watch That was a very uneventful day for the officials Not to say they get everything right But in the big picture Yeah, um, given what was at stake You might have expected flashpoints all over the place But we had 20 ropey minutes of football And then there was better football And it went from side to side and there were great saves from Joe Hart and great defensive performances from Carter Vickers and Starfelt. Um, it was an enjoyable 70 minutes. And the outcome was a fair one, given that both teams missed chances. And the outcome now means that Giovanni Van Bronckhorst found himself in a position after the game mm. in his post-match interview where he conceded the title without actually saying the words. Yeah, Gordon, sum up today specifically. Yeah, a fantastic day, Gordon. Exciting uh, for both sets of fans. I thought uh, after the initial 20 minutes, it was a very good game indeed. I thought Celtic bossed the first half, went in at half-time, deservedly 1-0 up. Rangers come out, showed great character, great fight, great confidence, get back in the game. Point each, I think, is very fair and Rangers now look forward to an absolutely enormous game on Thursday night. And Mark, sum up the big picture. Well, remarkable for Ange Postacoglu. A point today moves him a step closer to the title and as Dad says, for the Rangers fans, on to Thursday night. What a season we have had so far. And we're nearly there. We're nearly at the end of the season but there is so much important football still to play. A share of the spoils today, a result that suits Celtic moves them closer to landing that title but what a week we've got in store for Rangers we'll find out tonight who the PFA Scotland Player of the Year is as well so we can have a good old ding dong about that tomorrow in the company of Hugh Keevans and Kenny Miller in the meantime the chart shows up next so enjoy that and we'll see you at 6 tomorrow